We're on summer vacation. <laughs> what we decided to do is find some of the most popular episodes that we've ran this year, and they're rerunning now. So enjoy this episode of Rad Parenting, and we'll see you real soon. Late. Hello, everybody. Joe Sib here, sitting across from a co-host, Anaya Bogue. Welcome to Rad Parenting. We're kicking it off. Shout out to everyone out there on their Stairmasters, going for a jog, stuck in traffic, going for a walk, or sitting at work, pretending that you're working, listening to my voice through your head. <laughs> hey, and shout out to all the kids that listen to Rad Parenting with their parents. Mm, uh-oh. I can't see you, but I know you're there. What's up, Ryder? I met a kid, and his name's Ryder. He mm. listens to it. I told you I'd give him a shout out, too. Really? Yeah, I told oh, him. Oh, I love that you did that. Yeah, I met him. Okay. Super cool kid. Nice. I was like, I'm going to give you a shout out on the show. Well done. What was that show that Way we grew up with through. where they look into the mirror and they go, hey, boys and girls. Oh, Romper, Romper Room. Romper Room. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. There you go. They have that in Canada? Yes. Okay. I actually didn't know they had it here. <laughs> I thought that was one of yeah, our- Yeah, we had that. No, but we had Mr. Dress Up where you had Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers ruled. They're connected. Mr. Rogers actually was a mentor to uh, Ernie Combs, who was Mr. Dress Up. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Love that. Canadian <laughs> culture, Canadian trivia, and history yep. being discussed on Rad Parenting. Uh, this show is driven by uh, our email, radparenting at gmail.com. You can always hit us an email there. Any questions, suggestions, anything about the show, radparenting at gmail.com. This comes from a listener out of Kentucky. Uh, she's been a longtime listener of the show, really, really enjoys it, raising uh, her kids out there in Kentucky. She made it clear that uh, it's a little different out there than it is on the West Coast, Which where is, she's, she's from. Yeah, she's from Washington, right? She's from Washington originally. Said that it's a little bit different raising your kids out there in Kentucky, but shout out to all our Kentucky listeners as well. Uh, I'm gonna get right to the question that she had because she said, I love your show so much because I gotta learn about what's gonna happen when I have teenagers or when I'm gonna have the 10 and 11 year old or the nine year old. But look, I've got a toddler right now and I am in it, five year old toddler. And she said, This was a specific question How do I deal with tantrums? Without spankings. Mm, mm-hmm. Big topic right it there. It is. It's a good one. I'm going to throw this out. I'm going to ask you a question. Were you ever spanked growing up? Uh, yes. Okay. Not a fan. Not a fan? No. Yeah. My, 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 my mother would threaten us with the wooden spoon. Lovely lady. This is not, my mother was not abusive, but that was the thing that. No. Statue of limitations is and there, I, so yes. don't worry about it. And my, and my grandmother, I remember her threatening us with the fly swatter. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but there, so there wasn't a lot of like actual contact. There was a lot of threats, but I, I absolutely got a spanking more than once in my life. And you? Uh, I would say I was, I was uh, the belt. Was oh, a yes. definite. Oh, yes, yes. That the my belt was a, belt. was a definite threat. And and being, um, I don't know if it's because I was Italian, um, but definitely the wooden spoon handle that we stirred the pasta sauce with, that was definitely, not with pasta sauce on it, yeah, that'd yeah. be weird, oh, but um, it was definitely the wooden spoon. <laughs> and then, you ready for this? Uh-huh. And I love you so much, mom, but I'm going to come clean right now. The hairbrush when I was a teen. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Wait, would she actually, would she threaten you with the hairbrush or she'd actually spank you? I never got, I never got, it, I never got hit That would have been it, a bit weird. But yeah. it was, I was, I was threatened that this is going to go across your face. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's going to huck it across the room like a boomerang. Yeah, yeah. It was straight up. Straight between the eyes. Straight up. She would, um, cause she'd be getting ready for work or doing mm-hmm. something like that. She had this hairbrush and she was like, you know, like this Don't is, make me. Yeah. Don't make me. And I was always like, whoa, that would. 
because it was one of those brushes that had a lot of bristles. Ooh, yeah. I was like, that's going to not be cool. So yeah. I won't do or do what you tell me to do so I don't have that across my face. Um, so this this question's going back to when, when you have the toddlers. Yep. And you and I are out of that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to go back in but time. But we've been there. Yep. You know, we're going to go we're going to go back there. We've been there, mm-hmm. uh, lived it, seen it. And I think we can help with this mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, opinions. And these are our opinions. These are our, our, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. I will say this that, um, and I, I probably speak for Anea, uh, is that, you know, on Rad Parenting, um, we're not a spanking. Um, we're not going to tell you that spanking is the way to go. Uh, pretty safe to say that, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I can say that I've, I've never spanked either. Yeah, I, I would say this. I would say that... Um, what I what I feel uh, the real question is is why are these tantrums happening? Mm-hmm. I think every parent wants to know uh, why is this happening. Mm-hmm. And let's throw this out there too before we give some answers. Um, different scenarios. Mm-hmm. I always felt that the tantrum. I don't know about you and your daughters, but I know for me and my family, the tantrum always happened at the worst opportunity ever. It was always you know in a public place. Mm-hmm. I know that was a real. Um, trigger for my wife mm-hmm. whenever something happens in public and people are staring yeah, at her. Yeah, yeah. You tough. know, for me, I'm like, I'm on stage all the time. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'm parenting on stage. That's rad. Um, but the moment that all eyes are upon you and you're, okay, I'm having a, a tantrum in the middle of, you know, the store right now. Okay, how are we going to deal with that? Um, I know that that's a real trigger for yep. parents. Uh, I see it all the time, you know. So Which often, P.S., and we'll talk about this in a minute, but that 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 ego piece, because that's what it is, is it will only help to escalate the situation because Absolutely. your ability to stay calm when that ego button is pushed and you're like, I look like a bad parent right now. You're making me look bad, blah, 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 blah. You know, or you, by extension, you being a little schmuck in the grocery store, yeah. you know, we we do not, it's difficult to remain calm when, when that button's pushed. All right. So the first thing that I'm going to throw out there and then I'm going to hand it off to you mm-hmm. because we had this conversation um, about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, every action mm. is a need. Not being met. Okay. Look at the tantrum. Yeah. As uncomfortable as it is, and yep. granted, I'll tell you right now, screaming, crying, uh, laying down in the store. I'm talking like the worst tantrum of the tantrum. We've all seen it. We've mm-hmm. all been a part of it at some point. Um, think right then, and this goes to the listener. And ask the question. Okay, this action. What need is not being met? Yeah. And at that point, I'll kind of turn it over to yeah. you, and then we'll go. Yeah, back. And, let, and let's just say, like any any action at all has a has a a need behind it. So even when we have like the best behavior, it's like, well, you know, what was the need that was being fed by that the, our kid making the choice to behave in that particular way? So yes, step number one is observe and try to make a mental note or a literal note of what tends to precede your child's tantrum so that you can start to get a sense of what what's going on. And then you can ideally, when you know what is going to cause a tantrum, you can do when possible, you can do your best to try to um, ensure that that doesn't happen. And so those, I mean, if we go to the very basics, that's like, is my kid over hungry? Is my kid overtired? Has my kid had too much sugar and they are on a sugar crash now? Um, uh, are they feeling unsafe? Are they feeling overstimulated? Those I would say are the five or six, um, I've lost count, um, key reasons or key um, causes of tantrums. And uh, and we, I mean, I, I, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. We have to remember that 
this whole like sort of past idea that you know kids kids as if they're like another species and they're meant to be seen and not heard and and the idea like what I think we need to call it into focus that children are little humans and what's important about that is that sometimes what we need to do is just stop and say hmm if i was having my version of a meltdown and that might look different from you know maybe we're not like laying on our floor of the, of our bedroom or the middle of middle aisle of the grocery store kicking our feet and screaming but we all can relate to that feeling of like whoa i feel really out of control right now i'm processing a lot of big emotion right now and and where is that coming from and of course you know what what we tend to do as humans when we are experiencing big emotion is we want to give it an outlet and so even as adults that's the yelling that's the you know crappy behavior that's the you know whatever you we all know our 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 ways of like creating outlets for our emotion. I mean, in the best case scenario, that's, you know, I feel great joy. I feel great love. I want to do good things in the world. But when we have those emotions that feel icky and we don't know what else to do with them, that's essentially what a tantrum is, is our kid is experiencing some big feeling inside that needs an outlet. And the challenge, and a part of the reason that tantrums escalate is when you have little people that are experiencing big feelings and don't yet have um, language to uh, accurately communicate Here's here's what I'm feeling right now, or I feel scared, or I feel really tired, and and I just want to go to sleep, but I don't really want to say I want to go to sleep, or I don't know that that's what it is, because a lot of time it is I have this big feeling and I don't know what it is. I just need to give it an outlet, and so when we become aware and we start looking through that lens, I think it can help to guide how we hold that as parents to um, to deal with it in the most effective way and help get our kids. There's lots of tools that we can give our kids by by helping them to navigate a tantrum. Great description of what a tantrum is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I love how you just, you just so much set it up. So you framed it great. Uh, it's little people not being able to express verbally or even getting their head around mentally what is happening. They can't get those emotions out. They can't get those words out to describe the need that's not being met. So what happens? It escalates into a tantrum. Uh, You throw the parent's ego into it. You throw, oh my gosh, everyone's staring at me here in the store. Why is this happening? And then you have the perfect storm right there. Exactly. All right. We're going to get some answers, some real solutions Mm -hmm. to how to deal with the tantrum so that you can deal with it and that as a parent, you don't have to go, oh my gosh, this is going to be my life for the next you know, four or yeah. five years. Uh, with all that said, let's hear from our sponsor. You're listening to Rad Parenting. We'll be right back. And it's time to give a shout out to our friends at Audible, right? Uh, you want to get a book. Do you have time to read the book? Do you have time to find that quiet place in your house? No, you don't. But do you have time when you're in your car driving from point A to point B? Hey, the kids are doing soccer. You're going to sit in the car and you know what you're going to do now? You're going to go to audible.com and you're going to get a 30-day free trial membership because all you got to do is go to audible.com forward slash rad parenting, and you are going to get a pick from one of the many titles they have and get a 30-day trial membership. It is that simple. If that's not, if that's too hard, all you got to do is text the word rad parenting to 500-500, and you can get started today with your 30-day trial membership. It is so simple to do. Uh, The first one that I checked out was the new book on Robin Williams, and it was narrated. I loved it. I got to sit there, stop and start it as I needed to, whether I was flying somewhere, whether I was stuck on the 134 in Los Angeles. 
I got to finish the book though and find out even more about one of the greatest comics I believe have ever walked this earth. You need to do it right now. One more time on that 30 day free trial membership, audible.com forward slash rad parenting or text the word rad parenting to 500 500 and you're going to get your 30 day trial membership after this. Rad Parenting, Joe Sib here, sitting across from my co-host, Anaya Bo. We are talking about tantrums. You probably saw in uh, the title of the show the word tantrum, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to click on that. If you're listening, you probably have a toddler. Our listener in Kentucky was like, Joe, Anaya, give me a show that can help me deal with these tantrums without spanking. I do not want to spank my kid. You know what? I get that. That's great. You don't want to do that. Anaya mentioned ego. She mentioned uh, the toddler not being able to communicate. You got the perfect combo right there for a nightmare situation. And it's and tantrums are not fun. The screaming, the yelling, the crying, always happening in, in a place that's not good. And even if it's happening at home, yeah. it, it doesn't feel good. I because... keep using out in public because that's where I just felt my worst tantrums yes. I had to deal with. And, and when I say for my kids, I'm talking about myself, just me having meltdowns. You know, the bartender yells, last call too soon. <laughs> Karen's had to talk me off the floor. All right. Hey, with all that said, I want to throw out um, basically really quick here. There is um, a group of people in Los Angeles, and they are called Echo Parenting and Education. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their old term uh, for their parenting organization was nonviolent parenting. Mm, mm-hmm. And that kind of didn't really fit their mission statement. Sure. Karen and I, when the kids were young, went and took a class. Mm-hmm. And then we had um, an opportunity for one of the instructors to come to our house and talk to us. And we had other families over. So everyone kind of pitched in. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, whoa, every week for like six weeks, we're going to have a Wednesday night group where everyone comes over all the parents that want to you know, get an insight to this, th- uh, basically this philosophy that they had. And the philosophy was, when they called it nonviolent parenting, was mm-hmm. because they were like, you can deal with these solutions, you can deal with these scenarios without punishing physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we learned from that was every, like, you, like we talked about, every action, um, every action, there's a need not being met. What we learned from this class to diffuse a tantrum was empathy. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, I had never even really used the word empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I knew what it meant, but mm-hmm. I didn't know really how that pertained to parenting. What this class and what I learned from it and what I want to share with everyone listening was when the tantrum was happening, the usual reaction that I might have or another parent would be, come on, you're coming with me. The grabbing of the yes. arm. Oh my gosh. Overpowering. I'm not, overpowering mm-hmm. the physical, uh, I'm bigger than you, so I'm going to do this. Uh, and then a spanking or something like that mm-hmm. because you know you, you, you feel I have to do something. Yeah. What we learned, and I'm telling you, it worked like a magic trick, Anea. Mm-hmm. The tantrum happens. Let's say you're at the park. Mm-hmm. And it's time to go. Mm-hmm. No one wants the park time to end. It's time to go, guys. We got to go. That's why you hear parents say all the time, okay, five minutes until we go, 10 minutes until yep. we go. Yep. All right, guys, we're out of here. What ended up happening, the tantrum would happen. We gave all the warnings. Tantrum happens. We're on the ground. We're screaming. We're crying. We're yelling. We're throwing. Ah, da, 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 da. What I learned from this class with empathy was getting down on my hands and knees, getting to a level with my son mm-hmm. or my daughter at this age yep. and saying, 
this, I know, this sucks right now. You don't want to leave the park. Yes. Are you having a good time? Yes, I am. I just don't want to leave. I know. And we have to go home. We have to start the bath. And the, I know. I, this is the worst, right? Because you're having the best time. You don't want to leave right now. I don't. Well, you know what? We have to. Why? I, you know, because we got to get ready for dinner. Mom's coming home. We're doing this. We're doing that. But why? And then what you saw was as soon as I said to my son or daughter, I know this is, yes. this does, yes. this isn't fun. And yes. you know what? I get why you're upset. I don't want to leave either. And you don't want to leave. And you gave that empathy. I'm telling you, it worked like a magic trick. Yes. The energy left the tantrum and slowly left their body to, all right, you think it sucks too? Yeah. And then, okay. Exactly. Start walking home. It's just I was having so much fun on the slide. Can we come back tomorrow? Yeah, yes, we'll come we back can. tomorrow. Especially it if... Def- yes. Anaya, it mm-hmm. was the most insane thing with empathy. Yeah. So empathy became such a part of my life that Karen and I would get in an argument. And I'd be like, I know. I get it. You're you're upset because, you know, AB... And she said, don't do the empathy thing on me right now. I know <laughs> what you're doing. And it helped our relationship. Yes, yes. No, it's absolutely true. So there true. you go. I'm throwing and that's, it out. So, so, that's my two and, cents and, today. And that is... So empathy... You know, tap, tap into empathy is really just the simple version of everything that I was just saying. We have to understand what is behind the behavior. And then really the tantrum escalates when a this little human, I'm going to keep saying that because we have to make this, we have to understand that we're dealing with little humans. A child is not a different species. And so the, the quick, the, the shortcut to, to empathy is to be like, how do I feel? I, as a full full grown adult, how do I feel inside my body when I feel I'm not being seen or heard? When I have this deep need and I don't feel like anybody is seeing or hearing me. And and perfect example, um, uh, Joe, because that's when you if you're in a relationship and, and you're in, in communication, not even in a relationship, just talk about one of your 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 employees or or somebody, coworker, whatever. Anytime, even when we're interacting with other adults, when we don't feel like we're being seen or heard, that is when our energy and our voices start to escalate. People yell quite literally when they feel like you're not hearing me, so I'm going to start speaking louder. The parallel with the little human is obviously mommy and daddy are not hearing me. They're not getting that this is what I want and this is what I feel or, you know, and so I need to escalate the energy and I've got to, now I've got to start kicking my feet and I've got to start screaming and I'm going to stop the show right here because I feel out of control. And so by getting down to their level and tapping into that empathy and being like, I see you and I hear you and I understand. Oh my gosh, I totally get it. There's things that I love doing and I hate when they have to come to an end. But here's the thing. We have these other things that we need to do. Let's go make the best of that. And then we're going to be able to come back and do this again tomorrow. But if this if this continues, like if there's any sort of punitive aspect of this, the only way it should be is to help them understand that there are connections between the behavior that they are choosing to engage in and the outcome. So in other words, look, if we can pull this together right now, I'm telling you, I hear you. Let's, you know, if, if, if you can work to like calm down right now, let's get in the car, let's go home from the park and we're going to, we're going to have a great bath. We can play more in the bathtub, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then 
And then showing daddy or showing mommy that you can do that, I'm happy to bring you back to the park tomorrow. We can do this again. All of those things are like showing them, giving them tools for their future life. We're moving through the world with other people. We can't do everything we want every minute of the day. Sometimes we're going to have to make compromises. I'm going to express my feeling. Your feelings are your feelings. They're okay for you to have, but this is not a constructive demonstration. I feel you and I hear you. Let's come up with another solution. When you say life lesson, there's, there's, there's one thing that just runs through my head. It's like Willie Nelson saying, turn down the lights, the party's over. Yeah. No one likes hearing that. No. And in that song, he's yes. like, what? Yeah. We just had a great party. And she yeah. said, no, turn down the lights, the party's over. Yeah. And then she bails him. Yeah. He's like, really? Yeah. Turn down the lights, the party's over. You know, when, when you show though, your son or daughter in the, in the midst of this tantrum. I'm telling you right now, everyone listening, if you can hear my voice, this is Houdini stuff. It's like the best of the best magic tricks to really calm down and really take the energy out mm-hmm. of this tantrum. Yeah. And, it, and, and, I, and I know that some parents right now, and I don't know about you, they might be like, you know what? I'm not going to sit down and start playing the game of like, oh, hey, I know this t- this isn't fun. You have to leave the park right now. You know what? They need to learn. When, you know, Sorry, check it out. That's not going to work. No. Because you know why? You're listening to a dude that tried that. Okay? And that just puts fuel on the tantrum. And before you know it, the tantrum turns into a bonfire. And then it's turning into it in a major... It's just, it well, just catches fire and let me just let me just add to that, because really there are two things that can happen. The first is that it will absolutely escalate the energy, just absolutely. like the adult that is like... I'm not being heard. I guess I need to I need to talk louder. Now I need to scream, blah, blah, blah. The other thing that will happen is for some kids, if you're coming down hard as that authority and this is going to stop now or you're going to get a spanking or you're going to have all these privileges taken Take away or whatever, away. Yeah. is that they will learn that when they have big emotions, they need to stuff them so as not to make mommy or daddy mad. And stuffing emotions is a recipe for physical uh, um, physical issues for addiction for use of substances to like to to numb out that feeling of like you know big 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 emotions that you don't you're not allowed to have an outlet for we want to teach our kids to allow themselves to feel things and to over time be de- modeling and and guiding and requiring them to express their emotions in a constructive way so that they can be heard what I love that you said right there, and you bring it up on the show all the time, modeling. You're modeling yeah. empathy. Yes. How great is that? The circle begins again when your son or daughter having a moment and a tantrum, and they say, wow, what did my mom or dad do? They got down. They they they, they had empathy towards yeah. me. Wow, that diffused the situation. They walk away with a whole different outtake. So then when they're going through life, they start to learn, hey, you know what? This person's having a moment, yeah. and you know what? Empathy is a part of my upbringing, right. so I give empathy to someone else. Exactly. With all that said, before we get out of here, and, and I love when you do this, Ana, you've been doing it lately a lot, and mm-hmm. this really goes to our listener because she said, I love your podcast because you're like 20 to 30 minutes, and that's all the time I have. Yeah. Can you give her and the rest of our listeners like just real tips. nuts and bolt yeah. tips yeah. Yeah. Let's for, do it. for a tantrum? Yeah. It's happening. Here we go. Okay. So the first thing is, if you can... Take a beat and allow a little bit of space for some of that energy to just be be blown off. Um, then the second thing would be 
the, the whole empathy thing. Like you will get there quicker, keeping in mind there. So, so the part of the second tip is remember that your child is a little human, not a separate species. Tap into like, what do I do when I don't feel seen or heard? I need to help my child feel right now that he or she is being seen and heard. And I empathize with those big feelings that they're having. Um, and that will quickly, that's getting to the root of the problem. Oh, I am seen. Mama, mama or daddy gets it. They know what I'm feeling. Um, the third thing is remember that you are the adult. And, and by that, I do not mean old school, like, yeah, I'm the parent, I'm in charge, and I say you need to stop this right now. What I mean is don't attach to the child's behavior like um, this, you know, get, letting your ego get involved, losing your cool and jumping into the fire with them. They need you to be rock solid. It's almost like your kid is flailing in the water and you're throwing out the, 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 life, the life preserver and saying, I see you there and I see that you're in trouble. Grab onto the, grab onto the life rafter, grab onto the, on the, onto the life preserver and I'm going to pull you in and we're going to talk about this and you're going to feel safer and you're going to feel better, right? Love it. Um, uh, and, and this, of course, all follows after the very first thing, which was start to look at when your kid is having these tantrums and try to assess what is behind those tantrums because a lot of these can be avoided if they're based on physical stuff, hunger, uh, lack of sleep, um, overstimulation, sugar crash. Think about that. Every single one of those things, are, which are key causes for tantrums, are things that we can prevent. Time of day, time of day it, when the tantrum exactly. happens had a lot to do with it for us. Exactly. Um, we want to, uh, the next tip is we want to make sure that we're not punishing, we're not ignoring. That will only do one of two things as we just said. It will either escalate in the moment or it will teach that child that they want to avoid mommy or daddy's big angry reactions or these really gnarly punitive consequences. And so we're just going to stuff those feelings instead of giving them a way out. And when kids learn early on to stuff their feelings, they become adults that stuff their feelings and emotions that get stuffed turn into disease straight up. Okay. Um, and then the last tip is positive reinforcement. So when your child comes out of that or they, you know, they, so you express empathy, they calm down, they go, okay, then you know what? I'm so proud of you for, for hearing me and for pulling it in because I know that those are big emotions. And you know what? I want to make sure that we come back to the park again um, and that, that, that you have another opportunity to see. Like, so, so giving them positive reinforcement where, whenever they are maintaining their cool, whenever they are expressing their emotions in a more calm way and giving them opportunities after you've instructed them the very next time that you see a tantrum kicking up or they get you know swept up in a tantrum, that when you see them quickly starting to pull that back or using their words to express those feelings that you are positively reinforcing. I am so proud of you because I could see you having those big feelings and I'm so glad you communicated to me and that we worked together to tamp down, uh, you know, to, to calm, to calm those big feelings and, uh, and, and avoid a big tantrum. Love that. Love that. Great tips right there, Anaya. Those are real tools to put in the parenting toolbox that uh, our listener that emailed us about, yeah. I feel can really use those to the benefit. And any other listener listening to the show right now is like, wow, right there, some tools that I can use in a real life situation, applying empathy, 
Keep your ego out of the mix. Apply these tips that Anaya just said, and you know what? You can avoid uh, the the tantrum getting to a point where it turns into a wildfire. Sure, tantrums are going to happen. That's not what this episode is about, saying, oh, they're never going to happen. No, they are going to happen, but you know what? You're going to be prepared for them, and you're going to be like, yeah, oh, tantrum? I'm into this tantrum. Let's <laughs> go. Oh, you want to have a tantrum? I'm prepared. Other parents Bring are going to walk over and be like, oh, my gosh, when you what was that thing you did? And you'll be like, empathy. And they'll be like, what is that? And you're like, that's some Houdini stuff. Like I could go to Vegas right now yeah. and crush in front of people. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I got to say, you said something today and it was one of the proudest moments of, I think, doing this podcast, Anea. You used what the word that? gnarly. I, did I? You used the word gnarly. <laughs> you're rubbing off on me, Joe. I am so, as you know what, as your co-host, I salute you. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Rad Parenting. Hit us an email, radparenting at gmail.com. You can always hit us a text, uh, the word parenting to 313131. Uh, also, keep those reviews going on iTunes. It means so much. Like if you're hearing our voice right now and you just said, you know what? I love that podcast. Like I really enjoyed it. You know what? Two minutes out of your day, you go to iTunes, you sign in, and you just go, you know what? I love this podcast. Give us the five stars or however many stars it is, and then more people hear about it, and and, and the community of Rad Parenting continues to grow. With all of that said, my name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bogue. And we are out of here. Late! Late.